Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody you're listening to the voice uh, come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay i was thinking about it this morning and i said um um what can i share in a different way today you know it it creates a challenge uh every morning to come up with something different um and at times, you know, I, I feel like I'm reiterating myself, and and I am, and I find different ways to say the same thing almost. But I do that because, you know, sometimes if you hear it a different way, it impacts you differently. 
I've heard people say stuff to me my entire life, but somebody came along, said the exact same thing, but they said it a different way, and it struck a chord in me. It, it, it rung a bell. And so that's what I attempt to do. And, um, you know, some mornings I, I play back some ones that I think are, are, are just memorable or, 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 or that I want to reiterate. And there's nothing wrong with that, so I hope everybody understands that. Today, though, I got one for you. I want to... I, I want to ask you a question. What choices are you making? See, life is full of choices. Now, as creatures, God is the God gave us the humans. Of all the creatures He created, the humans, we have more of a power of choice than do any other creature He created. Fish have to live in water; they have to. Men have gone to outer space. Men have gone underwater for days and weeks and months at a time. You know, I mean, we, we got choices here. We, 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 can, we can live in a hot climate. We can go live in a cold climate. You know, most animals are created for certain regions, certain climates. They don't do well in this. You know, you don't find a lot of animals in, in, in the polar ice, but then you don't find polar bears down in the, you know, South uh, Arctic or what a South Equator. So, uh, you know, what choices are you making is what I'm saying because we all have the power of choice. Now, I have made some bad choices in my life. I want you to understand that clearly. And I still, every now and then, I do myself a disservice with another bad choice. But I have tried to narrow them down through life experiences and and and, and reduce the amount of major mistakes I make. But let me tell you something. You're listening to a person who has made major, major mistakes in his choices. In my decision-making process, I have thrown myself down the cliff. I can't tell you how many times. When I decided not to pay attention in college, when I didn't develop study habits in in high school when I I I chose this woman over that woman I chose man I I, I can't tell you y'all I, I did it I did it to go over here and get with this girl this woman over here when I should not have clearly man should not have but I made the choice to do it anyway. I made a decision. Um, I did some things that caused myself to be homeless for a period of time. I made some decisions that messed up my credit for a long stretch of time. I made some decisions that, uh, you know, just had people just kind of, you know, not, not even wanting to help me. So the question is, what choices are you making? When I changed my decision-making process, I changed the entire direction of my life. When I made a conscious decision to look at life differently and make better choices and better decisions, it changed my entire life. I decided, instead of going down the path I was going on, I decided to choose life. First of all, I wanted to live. So I decided I wanted to choose life. So I'm not going to do the things 
that could bring about my demise or my death. I'm out. I ain't with this. This is not, no. I choose life. Then I made another decision. I said I choose life and I choose it more abundantly. You know what that means? God comes into your life to give you life and give you life more abundantly. So that means just more of it. So I chose that. I said, okay, man, I need to start talking to God a little bit more because the way I've been figuring this thing, man, has gotten me to this point. I ain't really cool with the point I'm at. See, eventually you just got to be uncool with the point you're at. So I chose life and I chose it more abundantly. Then I chose to start showing mercy to people because I needed some more people to show mercy to me. See, remember what I said I was going through a period in my life when it seemed like wouldn't nobody help me? Nobody seemed to exhibit mercy towards me? Well, I wasn't creating that much mercy myself, I don't guess. So I decided to choose mercy. I decided to choose forgiveness. I started forgiving people who had wronged me, who told me I wasn't going to mount to nothing. I forgave them. Who tried to talk me off the path, who went by my mother's house and told my mama, your son Steve, he lazy. He don't want to work. That's why he out there struggling like that, trying to do that comedy thing. I wasn't lazy, man. I just ain't want to work for you. I'm willing to work. Look at me. I work hard. Trust and believe that. But I was not willing to work for them. Or I wasn't willing to take the route they took so they labeled me lazy. I'm not a lazy person. But I chose forgiveness, though. I chose to forgive them because I didn't have time to berate them. And then I chose moving forward. I decided that I wasn't going to go back, that I wasn't going to live my life in my past, that I wasn't going to let my past determine who I was going to be. See, I was who I was, but I am who I am. And I'm cool with both them people. I really am. I'm absolutely fine with the person I used to be. God got to save you from something. So I'm cool with that. But all that was the ingredients, though. They got me to this point. So I'm fine with my past. But what I do not do is allow my past to dictate what I am, where I'm going, what I can be. God forgave me, so I forgave myself. I chose to move forward, not stay in the past. I choose laughing. I choose laughing. I decided that I was going to laugh more every day. I chose learning. I wanted to open myself up to new things. I wanted to open myself up to knowing something that I've never known before. I allow people to teach me things. I chose joy. I decided to quit seeking fun all the time and sit down somewhere and be all right with me. See, I ain't got to go and do no more. To, to I ain't got to go out here and hook up with this person and get this in my life and, man, let's buy this and hook this up. Now, y'all come in here and we're going to have some fun. No, man, I stopped doing that. I chose joy. I chose to be sitting somewhere with my girl with a cigar and I'm just all right, just me and her. I chose joy, man. See, fun, you got to go do something to have fun. But joy, joy is within. Joy is when you sitting there with yourself because you done connected with your creator. You done found something with God and you cool with you now. See, I chose to be cool with me. What are your choices? 
You got to make better choices. You make better choices, you have a better outcome. You change your attitude, you change your altitude. It all ties together. But we got to make better decisions. What are you deciding today? Watch it, okay? Be careful. Make sure you're making better, start making better decisions today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, today is going to be different. I have decided, without conferring with anyone, that today would be a day, well, come on, well, of ignorance. There it is. I knew it. Yes. Every day. Think that this should no, surely not like <laughs> Call today. Call on us. Yes, it is. It's every, every day. single no day. Okay, I right, right, watch mics. this. Watch this. <laughs> what up, fool? Huh? <laughs> but not the high. What up, Sit right fool? over here on this front. Ready huh? and waiting. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hello, Steve. <laughs> Stay out the way. Try to control it. <laughs> Do, hey, your Steve. <laughs> Do your best. Do your best. All right. Well, let's. Okay. Well, then, if this is going to be a different day of ignorance, let's have it. Don't okay. back up now. Don't back okay. down now. Okay. Say what no you more. need? Let's start with any question you want to ask me. Let's just get this started right now. Any question you want to ask me, this can carry over into 634. These are all ignorant, non-responsible answers. Oh, okay. Tell Junior. I don't just but tell Junior. You can see how fat you are the most when you are Wiping your backside, that's when the most of your fat leans forward. And you're able to really see how much fat really is oh, on yeah. you. So you still so you still reaching behind yourself? Yes. You reaching back. You there, ain't learned. So what? that's how we're still. Okay. Oh, this Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Now. You uh, still jamming your hand down the back this of the This is a new seat. level of ignorance. Okay. You win. No, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you Tom. Oh, my God. Appreciate it. That was you the fattest. Yeah. <laughs> When nah. you, that's when nah, you're the fattest. Are, are, are I didn't think we you still could, cool with this now? I didn't think you could no. top yourselves. I no. really didn't, but man, oh man. <laughs> when you the fat, well, you got to put your hand on the wall in front it's of you. It's early. It's early, guys. Yeah. It's, it's early in the morning. Yeah, the people cool. are having, they're eating uh, or they're okay. just getting oh, up. No, this is when everybody's going. Oh, okay. man. This is breakfast time. Wow. Uh, really? Okay, let's start okay. this again, Steve. Uh, Can you speak to us again? Can yeah, that was over? that's unacceptable. <laughs> Too far. Too far. Said ignorant. I just wanted to be there. That, that ain't nothing. That ain't oh, nothing. <laughs> I beg to differ with you. Girl, you Wait. know the stuff I didn't held back. <laughs> Give you credit for that. Wait, I'm just trying to show you ways that you. Okay, you okay. How about this? Let's Where's not, the line? Let's no, not do bodily functions. Let's not do okay, bodily cool. functions. All right, all right, Shirley, all right, ask me another question. All right, okay, all right. Bodily functions. Okay, no let's bodily not, Yeah, that's out. Be quiet, okay. Tommy. 30 <sighs> seconds. You got 30 seconds. All right. Uh, you say, Tommy? That's an opinion, too. That's a bodily that's a bo- function. <laughs> we just said. Okay. <laughs> all right, Give Steve. Uh, uh, I'll just ask you anything. What kind of day are you expecting to have today? How about Absolutely that? Absolutely incredible. That's a, Absolutely Great. incredible. Okay, that's a that perfect, perfect answer. Great. Now, Thank when, you. when, when, when we come back, you're going to see how incredible it is. Oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, you ain't got to mess around with this. 
We're going to continue to ask these segment right after this. It's going to be good. Let's go. We'll be back at 32 after. Jesus, help us all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So, listen, when we first opened up the show, you said today was going to be really ignorant. Yeah. You said mm-hmm. that. Thank and you. so I came back with what's different about today. They're all ignorant. Every day that we're on this show is ignorant. This is going to be most yeah, so I got questions. So just, I just I really... asked you a simple question. I just wanted to start off with a simple. I said, "What kind of day are you expecting to have?" And I already today? told you, absolutely fabulous day. Okay, now let's go and get some real. Okay, questions. now that's not ignorant. If no, you still you can do it, no, it's absolutely you... fabulous. Yeah, be quiet, if... boy, and let the questions come. He had a question. He had a question. Let him. Oh, let him. Lord. <laughs> yeah. See if you say, "Oh Lord." Yeah. Go ahead. Mm. If you steal from a thief, ain't that cool? <laughs> oh, because yeah. You know uh, no these questions that's supposed to be coming from Shirley. Uh, <laughs> oh, supposed well, to be questions that we can answer to. This ain't that's deep, Corey. <laughs> that's a deep question, but I, I deserve an answer. But that's all right if you don't want to answer. <laughs> Okay, let's see. I'm just asking you normal questions. Yes, ma'am. Just normal questions. Yes, but they're going to get an ignorant answer. <laughs> All right, your, your next book, what are you going to write about in your next book? You've written about success. You've written about telling women. I've you already know, decided. Okay, what is it, Steve? Ant farming. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write a book about ant, how to farm ants. <laughs> How do you turn these perfectly normal questions into this ignorance? I just I told understand. you it's going to be a uh, next question. <laughs> no. you know, and, and, anybody want an ant farm, just email me. <laughs> I'll send you the book. I ain't even charging for it. Okay, the how's your vegan diet going? You know what? It's actually going pretty good. See, that's a normal question. I've normal been a question. vegan now for three weeks, but I've created a new term. Oh. I'm actually not a vegan. I'm a vegan ex. What, vegan what, X is different. What is a vegan X, Steve? I'm a vegan to the next time I eat meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that lets you know that, that you ain't going to know coming. Yeah. Want you to know that. Yeah. But only after I reach my certain goals. I like that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, how long are you planning on keeping your beard? Uh, I don't know. I'll probably keep this for a while, you know, depending on, you know. My girl said she liked. Let me see. Mm. Oh. Take your time. I, you know what made me say I'm gonna keep Monica complimented me on it this morning. Oh, okay. Mississippi Monica. Well, were you considering Monica? shaving it or something? Well, no, it wasn't. But just that? hearing it from her, because her being from Mississippi and being around a lot of hillbillies, <laughs> you know, and they have long beards, you know, like Appalachian people and all oh, yeah. like that. <laughs> and she more of a beard expert because she not seen them down there. Everybody got a beard at the Catfish Convention. Okay, Steve. so you got a Mississippi beard? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just beard. saying, Mississippi Monica saying? know a lot about beard. Yeah. Oh. So when she complimented me, I took it as an ultimate. Oh, like you should keep it. It meant something when she Yeah, did. yeah. Coming from her, she done seen some beards in Mississippi at all the catfish competitions and, uh-huh. you know, uh, okay. mm-hmm. crackling competitions and pig feet bobbing. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> you know, at the redneck games, Monica was the queen at the redneck <laughs> games. What? Yeah, she was Mississippi she queen, queen down queen there. queen of the festival. Redneck games. They love Monica down there. <laughs> I, I don't see how that works, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She was the queen at the fair. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, you're going to keep the beard then. Okay. Yeah. So so you said you were going to change your wardrobe this year. Yeah, How's I've that going? It. How's the, that going? The, the, uh, the new suits is already on. Mm-hmm. New cut. Yeah. And and what is that cut? More tailored, more European. Uh-huh. 
more, you know, just more. Okay. You know, just more. All right. Just, it's yeah. just more. You know, I just, I, like, it's, it's reinvention time. You thought, thought what? you going to look like Cam Newton or something like that look right there. <laughs> he be wearing them flood <laughs> pants. Yeah, flood the short pants. Cam be fly now. Cam Newton be fly. Because he, he, he can do that. Why don't you See, try some shorts like LeBron, Steve? Well, Tommy can't wear shorts. No. That ain't got nothing to do with me. She asked, this is your question. Oh, I thought she, she said. you about he your made short. That oh, well, I mean, you I mean he was talking about how good, how Cam Newton looking, you know, talking about shorts. And I just said, Tommy can't wear shorts. You can't oh, you be just, short and have on You just shorts. heard the word short and you automatically went to Tommy. How you going to be short shorts. and have on shorts? I got uh, shorts. Well, what are they called? <laughs> they call shorts. They're called littles. Man, they no. can't be called shorts. Littles. You sure them ain't panties? <laughs> I know you uh, it, uh, Go ahead, next oh question. <laughs> next question. Okay. Here and me out. Uh, let's see. I asked a question. I didn't accuse you, sir. Uh, I didn't say you had her. I asked a question. See, these, this is a normal conversation. I yeah, like it. You haven't really good. gotten ignorant yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, All right, here uh, go. Really? Next question. Well, here go. Let's go. Um. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite news source? I... I I like fake news. I like CNN. <laughs> yeah, I like CNN. Good old fake news. Okay, is there a chance that uh, if Kanye were to throw his hat in the ring to run for president, that you would? I'm uh, not throw wasting my damn vote on Kanye. <laughs> Why not? He can if run. Kanye run, if anybody else black run, I'm huh. voting for them. Okay. Mm. Okay. So anybody uh, else black run other than Kanye? I can't so waste my run. on Kanye. I, Kanye doesn't even understand how much money it takes to run. He ain't gonna have an air commercial on TV. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do all social media probably. Man, ain't nobody. Yeah, that a grassroots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his wife will make a beautiful first lady. That's no doubt. I'm mm-hmm. okay. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Melania cool in there. That. After that, I'm cool with know. Kim being up in there. Now. Ain't nothing wrong with Kim being in there. Uh, if, mm. if there was a way we could make uh, President Obama run again, if we could change the laws and he could uh, get back in there. Well, legally, <laughs> now listen to this. Okay. If Joe Biden ran, legally, President Obama could run as vice president. His VP. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like uh, Hillary Clinton and Bill, and Bill Clinton. Yeah. yeah, legally. If she oh. had won. Yeah, then he yeah, would be legally. our first man. But, that no, but not first VP, gentleman. though. Oh, yeah, that's let's go, right. Let's go man. back to Kim being first lady. Let's go back to that. <laughs> they don't do no background check on the ladies, do they? The first lady, do they? don't, huh? huh? They're well, not going to pull her yeah. tape out. Yeah, they're going to pull the tape out. Well, Steve, this has been civil. This has been very civil. I, I like it. It's been very civil. See, you, you've made me happy. All right, uh, coming up, the nephew is going to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you. No worries. That's what Angela Bassett said. Beautiful Angela Bassett said this to the New York Times. Uh, somehow they mixed her up with Amarosa. We'll talk about it. Uh, but <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We'll talk about it. Coming up in entertainment news. But Who first... got her confused with Amarosa? Uh, I mean, really? Uh, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got, King of Pranks? You've been riding in my car. Mm-hmm. That's what you've been doing. You've been riding in my car. Let's run wow. now. Hello? I'm trying to reach Curtis, please. Yeah, this is Curtis. Hey, you the one who worked at the hotel and you do ballet parking? Yeah, yeah, I work at the 
Okay, let me tell you something. You the one that parked my 750 BMW. You just took the change out of my car, the, the loose change I had in there, and you also done put 100 miles on there, and I know you the one did it because you the one I tipped. I tipped you. You parked it, and then when I came back, you the one brought my car back, and I tipped you. I know you the one put them damn miles on. on my car, Hold on, man. man. Hold on. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Who is this? My name is Jason, man. Jason Jason, how did you get my number? I got your number from the hotel manager. I told him I needed to talk to Curtis, who do the ballet park, and they gave me your number. You the one put these miles, man. You put 100 miles hold on, on my car. Hold on, I ain't put no miles on your car, man. That's all I do is uh, just get the cars and park them. That's it. I, I, and I ain't, I ain't taking no change from nobody's car either. You the one took my chain. I had I had T.D. Jakes in there, in, 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 the, in the CD player. When I got in there, it was a, a Big and Smalls or somebody in there. You the one was in my car, man. Man, I don't even know how to work that radio in there. Man, look, what? I, I probably park your car because I parked a whole lot of cars. I, I just, we, you can, can you? Maybe somebody else probably took your car and drove it around, but I don't know. We can, we can How many more Curtis work at the hotel and do valet parking? How many yeah, more Curtis yeah, I work at the and do valet parking, but that's all I do is park the cars. I don't take nobody car and drive it around the town. I steal nothing from their car. I ain't no thief, man. Hey, man, let me tell you something, man. I know you the one put these miles on here. You hear me? I know you was the one, man. Oh, no. put that no, on, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Look, 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 man. I'm on probation right now, right? So, I mean, I ain't got no time to be spilling nothing out about nobody's cars. I'm just, I'm just part-time job, man, just parking cars. I'm trying to take care of me and my little girl. That's it. I'm telling you, if, if somebody did take your car and drive it around and steal something from your car, we can we can figure it out. You know what I'm talking about? If you just bring the car up and you just come and we can talk to the managers and figure it out. But I promise you, I promise you it wasn't me, man. Hey, I man, promise you. If you should just go down and listen, you know, we'll find out what happened with your car. You the one did it, man. You the one put the 100 miles on my car. I, you had that red vest on. You had that name tag said Curtis. You pulled off in it, and you pulled back up in it. You the only one drove it. You was the one. Hey, man, hey, lower your voice a little bit, man. Hold on, I can I can hear you. No, I know you can hear me. You're going to hear me when I get in your so You're going to hear me when I do that. What the said me? I said you're going to hear me when I get in your because you put that 100 miles on it. I'm going to come up to that damn Hey, man, I told you I put a hundred miles in your car, right? I'm just, hey, man, you know what? I just steal nothing from your car. I ain't putting a hundred miles in your car, right? I told you I'm on probation right now. That's all I do. I go to work. I park these cars, and I'm coming home to take care of me and my girl, all right? I ain't putting no hundred miles on your car, man. I ain't take your car. That's all I did was drove your car and parked it, man. That's it. No, no, that ain't what you did. You threw a loose loose change out of there, and you also put a hundred miles. It was like a hundred and four miles extra on that car when I got back in it. Let me tell you something, man. I'm going to come up. When do you work again? When do you work? Tomorrow. I work tomorrow night. What time do your get there. I'll be there at 6 o'clock. Okay, then. I'm coming up there at 545. And guess what, Mr. Curtis? I'm going to deal with your little by myself. Man, no. Come bring your up to that job. That job is you, dog. Bring your up to the job. What, what, what kind of car you say you had again? I said I got a black 750 BMW. I'm coming up there. When I get out of it, have your ready. Here, Curtis, have your ready. Already. Already. No, I'm going to be ready I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have my little verse on for you, too. It's going to say, Curtis, let's bring your black up there, because you sound like you're black. Yeah, I'm black. I'm black, my car black, and I'm going to get in your black tomorrow. Bring your up there. Tell you, stop with me, dog. Today is the day, right? I'm telling you, I'm trying to shit out my own paper. that paper. This job. I'm telling you, bring your up there if you want to, dog. I'm telling you, it wasn't me.
I got one more thing I need to say to you, Curtis. You listen to me? What? Is you listening? Yeah. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy TC, who do valet parking with you. <laughs> what? What'd you say? <laughs> hey, Curtis. Your homeboy that you do, is it another guy work there named T.C. that do valet parking? Yeah. Hey, man, this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, he got me to prank phone call you. Oh, man, I'm going to get that <laughs> out. Oh, Lord, Jesus. Man, my heart was beat, man. My heart was beat so fast. I thought I was about to go back down. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, you knew you, no, you you was going back, Curtis. Oh, Lord, I'm telling you, man, it was about to be over. It was about to be over. It was, I, the first person I saw got out of <laughs> it was about to get it. It was about to get it. I'm telling you. <laughs> Curtis, you got to be strong, man. You going to be strong? For sure, for sure. Be strong, strong, man. Don't let nobody push your buttons to have you going back, man. Just be strong. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm almost right. off. You know, I'm going to keep it straight, man, you know. All right, man. Stay strong. You got to take care of this little girl, boy. You can't go back in there. Oh, really? All right. I got one more thing I got to ask you, man. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, that's Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I think the title came... The title came from my uncle because I've ridden in his car so many times, and every time I've got out, I've heard that that you've been riding in my car. Yes, I have. <laughs> All right, nephew. Get ready, Nashville. Next week, I'm coming, baby. The nephew is coming to town. And I said it before. I'll let you know if the nephew has added a show. I'm still on the brink of that. Well, when yes. you going to add it, man? All the shows are sold out. <laughs> when is you going to add it? He's so patient. Hey. I know, Uncle. I just like seeing those two words up there. And I just If you just, just gonna... go on and add the show, quit being scared of success, boy. Add the show. You done sold out. Add yes. the show. You know, you know, this would really go well if you didn't do if you weren't so aggressive. You know? <laughs> Why am I? You don't I'm, want him yelling at you, is that yeah, it? Yeah, okay, He's sure. an angry mentor. Yeah, uh -huh. sure. The worst. Uh, yes. Sure. Yes. You know his nerves are bad. Add the sure. damn show. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this, 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 I'm this, really this trying cool. to figure out what's wrong. I don't, I don't, so, so what's the damn debate? That's oh, a Tommy uncle. question. Uncle, we'll discuss it over lunch. We're good. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. It's and who are you? Oh, yeah. I don't know who this white man uh, is. <laughs> who is he? Oh, I, oh, I don't know who that is. Oh, dear, Uncle. I'll, you know, I'm going to think about it over the caviar, and when I'm done, I'll think about adding the show. And I think I'm, I, I just might do it, Uncle. Oh, Steve. did he just say caviar? You're back on yes. the caviar? You're back I on it? I ain't never got off now. Took uh -huh. a break, but I ain't got off. Oh. He's back on caviar. Well, one thing, Steve, if he adds another show, you know he'll be uh, MIA on Monday. So I'm going to make it on Monday. Let's, that's let's a debate that. right there. I will be here, Shirley. I think you should just take your uncle's advice. He's made a success out of this, Tommy. But you're getting upset, sold Steve. You out can't all let him get shows. your pressure up. Do you know how big that is? <laughs> if he just add one more, by the time he get that, that show will be sold out. I'm not well, lying Why are you talking you? about him like he's not here? Like he can't right be here. here. Because if I <laughs> right talk here. to him, I get mad. I don't want to be the angry mentor. 
All so right. I'm talking to y'all, and I'm, I'm letting him overheal the mental. All right, we got to go. We got to go. Maybe it'll sink in one day. Coming up in entertainment news, no worries. I don't is what... know. I'm thinking about adding another show. Your stupid ass do the show. <laughs> no worries. Angela Bassett said this to the New York Times about uh, them mixing her up with Omarosa. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so the New York Times mixed up Angela Bassett and Omarosa, okay? How, Angela Bassett how, how and should. Omarosa. <laughs> they don't look anything alike, okay? They're both black women, uh, and they're both ones in politics and ones in entertainment, okay? That's about where their similarities stop. And start and stop, I should say. However, the New York Times mixed them up in their Emmy, Emmy coverage. Uh, there's a, a photo of them which featured. Um, there's a photo which featured uh, Angela Bassett with Tiffany Haddish, and uh, brand new Emmy winner uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Mm-hmm. Brosnahan, Brosnahan, I should say. And they thought that was Amorose. Yeah. <laughs> They appeared in the early edition of the art section. It should be noted that Getty Images uh, made the mistake first, but the fact that no one at the Times caught it, it was just shocking. Okay, once Mm -hmm. they did catch it, they tweeted out an apology and promised to issue a correction. Uh, and you know, Steve, how the corrections are. They're usually... It's going to be a small blurb in the paper <laughs> up under the classifiers of a dump trunk that's for sale. Exactly, exactly, right? The correction is never bigger than the mistake or the same size. Wow. Uh, naturally, you know, everyone on Twitter, they, they just went in on the Times. One Twitter user said, uh, do all dark-skinned black women look like look the same to your editors? Well, Angela Bassett, uh, ever classy, and she's she's always classy and, and so eloquent and elegant. Uh, she tweeted off um, a picture of Kerry Washington as Olivia Pope with the caption, It's Handled. And she mm. accepted the Times apology. So there you go. I don't know how she couldn't tell the difference. Did, one did, had did. a tape recorder and one didn't. We already <laughs> know. <laughs> did Amarosa say anything? I haven't seen any anything. I haven't seen she, anything just yet from yeah, her. She she's probably happy if they made that mistake. Yeah. If if her name was mentioned, yeah, she could probably sell a few more books or something. Mm. Yeah, she don't have nothing to be mad yeah. at. Yeah, right and and may I say that Angela Bassett looked beautiful oh every yeah, night. She did. She was stunning. She beautiful. Yeah, and they were saying she's sixty years old. I find that so I hard to believe. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And and they said something, Steve. This would be of interest to you that when she cut out dairy, that's when she started getting more muscle definition. She's tall. Angela Bassett. Yeah, she's very, very tall. Remember yeah. how great she looked when she played Tina Turner. What? Uh, her, her, yeah, her arms. Her arms. Yeah, so she, uh, I, I read somewhere that they said she cut out dairy. She said she cut out dairy, and that's when she really started getting muscle definition. Well, There's I no haven't had any dairy now in three weeks. Okay. Oh, yeah. so. I'm just trying to, but I, I, my problem is I had so much in me. <laughs> I don't so really much ice cream, so much cheese. Yeah, it's it's going to take way longer than 21 days to get out of my system. <laughs> I got to pipe all yeah, this out. So, huh? yeah. Man, I got some stuff in me, man. Yeah. But Angela Bassett looks fantastic. <laughs> I'm just a big-ass trash coach. <laughs> big ups to Angela Bassett. Yes, we love you. Man. Love you, definitely. And other entertainment news from uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Portia Williams uh, has announced that she is pregnant. Uh, wow. Congratulations wow. to All her. Right, Portia, yeah, go ahead. yeah, she yeah. is. And her baby daddy is her new man, entrepreneur Dennis McKinley. 
So we say congratulations to you guys. All right. All right, yeah. All right Portia. Mm-hmm. Mommy to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She wanted to have children. So yeah, she's right. always talked about always. Yeah, yeah. the fact that she wanted to have children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to want them after you get them. <laughs> I, got, I got my tube tied. I am not. Tired. You can't go through what? it no me, more. What? Oh. That is it. <laughs> just telling you, I'm just telling you the truth. I wanted to put hell half one of mine back. <sighs> well, Steve, it is time to get caught up on today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. This is Antrip with the news. President Trump went to both North and South Carolina yesterday to personally survey conditions in the wake of Hurricane Florence. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says things are bad. I've talked to people who have lost their entire home, people who really don't know what to do with the fact that their business has been washed away, farmers who had a majority of crops in their field that they were not able to to harvest in time. President Trump handed out meals at a local church. In other words, he didn't throw out rolls of paper towels, and he promised help from Washington. We're ready to do whatever we have to do to make this perfect. Unfortunately, the money will be a lot, but it's going to come as fast as you need it. We're going to take care of everybody. Rescue teams have now begun turning their efforts. That's right. The death toll has risen to 37 deaths. A woman who went to the same high school as the college professor who says Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her says she remembers hearing about the incident and she's pretty sure it did occur. In a Facebook post, Christina Miranda King says she does remember hearing about that alleged incident, although she had no firsthand information. She says that the uh, professor Ford, uh, when they were in high school, was a year or two behind her, but she remembers her and that, quote, many of us heard buzz about it on campus, and she feels the accusation is true. Meanwhile, Brett Kavanaugh's accuser has until Friday at 10 a.m. to submit testimony to the Senate Judiciary Committee if she intends to appear before the panel next week. However, the woman says through her attorney she's gotten death threats and will not appear until the FBI investigates. In Florida, the death of an African-American woman who had just assumed the rank of Navy Chief Petty Officer being investigated as a murder. Police say they received a medical emergency call the night Andrea Washington was found dead, but they think foul play. Chief Petty Officer Washington was a 19-year veteran, mother of three. She was found dead in her Jacksonville home. Officer Washington had been granted a temporary restraining order early this month from a guy who she said had kicked and pulled a gun on her. She was to appear on Monday in court, but never showed up. Expect to get a text from the president this afternoon. Yes, the president, Donald Trump, starting around 2.18 p.m. Today, Americans should get a message with the header presidential alert, followed by a text that says this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. No action, by the way, is going to be needed, which we're going to get a test starting around 2.18 this afternoon. Apparently, the government wants to make sure that the system they have now in place will actually work as intended. Finally, today is National Punch Day. Oh, no, the drink, the drink. <laughs> Here's up, Steve Harvey Nation. Find out if Uncle Steve is smarter than his nephew. We'll be back 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dherbs.com. Dherbs.com. That's the company. That's the website. Let's clean out the processed foods and toxins dragging you down. Go to dherbs.com and do the full body cleanse. The Dherbs cleanse is no fad diet. It's been the number one selling cleanse online for over a decade with over 4 million formulas sold. We've all done the cleanse. We love it and know you will lose weight and feel great. And right now, you're going to get a major discount at checkout with promo code Steve. 
D-Herbs.com, promo code Steve, or call 866-4-D-Herbs. All right, Tommy, it's Thursday Night Football. Let's go. What you got? Well, you know, it brings me great privilege mm-hmm. to let my uncle know Uh-oh. Uh-oh. that the New York Jets yeah. will be playing the Cleveland Browns you tonight. You're damn right. It gives we me great warm they draw. <laughs> We finna warm they draws. I love Josh Bring them Jets. Bring Donaldson. Bring they D. Because the Browns got a defense. Let's go. Okay. Nobody's oh, scared of no damn Jets. Where, 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 where we get all this, all this, all this wind in our jowls? All the chest all swollen up. What's all that? Hey, dog. Well, what, what, hey, you, you're from Houston. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> y'all owing to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah, need yeah. Some win. Shots fired. Yeah, yeah. Shots yeah, fired. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't don't let your little tie fool you, okay? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. You ain't won a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least you got a loss. I bet you I bet you'd rather have a tie than a loss. I bet well, you that. The Jets are one and one. Y'all owe and tie. They owe one, 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 one and one. We owe one and one. Y'all owe two. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> See how that drop off? And these games count, right? These, these yeah, early games, count. these real oh, early yeah. games. We in they draws. <laughs> in the tat ass draws. You don't understand. Why does my enthusiasm I mean, bother you, you, you so much? What bothers me? You be, you're in here bragging over a tie. That's what gets me. <laughs> it's not a, a loss, Tommy. It's not Tommy. a loss. That's Tommy, why. You can't brag at all. Well, he might have a chance. He, he'll he have a chance coming up to brag about something, yeah, maybe. Well, 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 well win. Because well, we ain't tonight, won. Though. Well, right now we owe two. <laughs> Everybody Come on, help. Texans. Ooh, Come on. Texas. One now, more I time. Wish team well again, and all Steve. that. But see, what, but, but, but see what bothered me about Tommy is mm-hmm. when I have my enthusiasm for my team, mm-hmm. I've been riding to die, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, and it's have. been all losses. Uh-huh. So finally we get a tie. We played the Pittsburgh Steelers all the way down to the last minute. We ain't got no damn kicker. I, I've been trying to figure out, is the kicker still on the team? Nah, I got a place. <laughs> he gone? Oh, they fired him? Yeah, yeah they fired him. They had I've been to. trying to find yeah. out. Yeah, so who we got? I don't care who we got. Yeah. But See, they can get rid of him and bring me in there. I can mix. I can miss the next kick. You, I you can make you. that check. <laughs> but Steve, no, you are that. a diehard fan, though. You really oh, are. Cleveland you ride or die. Day. You ride or die. Cleveland, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Cut and made in that city. Yeah, uh, y'all got a kicker now named Greg Joseph. Now. That's good. Yeah. Or Joseph Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his name. His Anybody name but who the hell we have. Yeah, Zane Gonzalez is gone. Up. Y'all don't have oh, him Zane. no more. All right, uh, coming up next, Tommy. You may have a chance to brag. Who knows? Are you smarter than nephew Tommy? Ooh, we ain't got nothing else to do. At 34 after the hour. Why is this game so stressful? I don't get I don't it. Stand, girl. Yeah, it's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time, guys, now to play Are You Smarter Than Nephew Tommy? Uh, this game is so stressful, and it shouldn't have to be because what? It's a game. It's, it's- stressful to me because I keep winning. <laughs> Stressful. That's pressure. It's, it's, it's frustrating because I want so desperately uh-huh. for my nephew to win something. Because he family. It's, it's a bad look. But I'm saying <laughs> the same thing right behind him. But it's, it's, okay, who playing today? Junior, you want to play Tommy today? 
Whatever. Whatever we need to do. Okay, we've decided it's Junior and Tommy today. Yeah. All right. Because right. I'm just it, exhausted. Because Steve's we have stretched out. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. All this winning. Yeah, you need a break, Steve. Winning, all winning is stressful. All this these kids. <laughs> it's too much. And we got a tweet, you yeah, guys, from tweet? a first lady behind. That is her uh, Twitter handle. She said, First lady behind. That's what it yeah. says. Steve got grandchildren. That's why he knew Finding Nemo. <laughs> Tommy, you short. <laughs> yeah, let's got to do anything. That's all you got. <laughs> That's why people be about to get their ass up right there. When they see you on the streets when out they there. See you, Damn, this is the very ring. <laughs> out there in them streets, Tommy. Okay, here we go. Tommy and Junior, listen keep them carefully. Coming, keep them coming. Yeah, right. listen carefully. Pat Sajak and Vanna White are stars of what Will TV Fortune. game? Which supermodel created the baby fat clothing line? Come on, c- c- um. Come on, Lee Simmons. What oh, legendary no. group released the single Dancing Machine in 1974? What type of animal is the cartoon character Barney? A dinosaur. A, a dinosaur. Which daytime talk show regularly does DNA paternity tests? Mari Povich. What color? Jerry Springer. What Shut color up. is used to represent breast cancer awareness? Pink. Pink. What city opened the first Starbucks coffee store? Seattle, Washington. We all dread going to the DMV. What do the letters DMV? Driver motor vehicle. Are you here? What do the letters DMV stand for? Uh, uh, Department of Motor Vehicle. What city has a caddy? What? I'm sorry, what sport Golf. has a caddy? Golf. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what 90s sitcom starred the characters uh, Al and Peggy Bundy? Love and Marriage. Married with children. Married with children. Together like a house and carriage. That's a theme song. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I, I, that's all I could come up with under the under uh-huh. the. I, 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 I did. There's no need song. to wow. tally again. To <laughs> yeah. Now Tommy did beat you on this one. Come on. <laughs> well, he Tommy got two actually. Read the questions again, Carl. All right, Shoot. here we go. Pat Sajak and Vanna White are stars of what TV game show? That Wheel of tie. Fortune. Uh, that was a tie. Well, our official tally says Tommy got that one. Uh, What? Yeah. Yeah. Which supermodel created the baby fat clothing line? Now, Tommy got that because he said Kamora. Kamora, he did. And then Junior said Kamora Kamora Lee Lee Simmons. Simmons. That is true. Tommy got that one. Okay. Okay. um, That's it. What? (laughs) I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What um what legendary group released the single Dancing Machine in 1974, the Jackson 5? Uh, that was Junior. Wh- what type of animal is the cartoon character Barney? A dinosaur. Junior, you were right. Which daytime talk show regularly does DNA paternity tests for its guests? Maury Povich, you are the father. You are right, Junior. Uh, what color? I said Jerry Springer. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, you they said, said fighting. You've been <laughs> it's right. It's a fight. Hey, it's a fight. <laughs> what color is used to represent breast cancer awareness? Pink, Junior. What city opened the first Starbucks coffee store back in 1971? Junior got this one. Seattle, Washington. We all dread going to the DMV. What do the letters DMV stand for? They stand for Department of Motor Vehicles. Tommy got that one, yeah. What sport has a caddy? Golf, Junior, were right. What city has a caddy? Uh, Yeah, I said what city, I'm sorry. What sport has a caddy? Golf. Uh, What 90s sitcom starred the characters Al and Peggy Bundy? We ran out of time. It was Married with Children. Steve got that. 
And Steve got it, yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. Junior got six. Tommy got three. There oh. you go. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, Tommy, seven questions. You ain't saying nothing. All right, uh, we're, the nephew, he's great at this always. King of pranks. We've got a prank for today coming up with the nephew right after yeah. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my husband's drinking is no longer a secret. But right now, it is the nephew. Well, we know who this letter by. <laughs> but we don't know who wrote it, Steve. Uh, right now, <laughs> nephew that Tommy is here. <laughs> nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. Who would you, you say? What you got, Neff? Uh-huh. Your trash stank. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Your, pet, your trash stank. That's it. Play it. Hello? Hello. Hey, I'm trying to, uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to read Swerve. Yeah, this is me. Who it is? Hey, how, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm one. I'm one of your neighbors, but I'm 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 one street over from you. You over there off? Uh, you at <laughs> River Ranch Drive? Yeah, that's right. Who it is? This Rico, man. How you doing? I'm I'm one of your neighbors on the next street over. How you doing? Okay, I'm doing good, brother. How you How you get my number? Uh, one of the neighbors on your block gave me the number, man. We was we was uh having a little situation. Wanted to reach out to you. Uh, some stuff going on here in the neighborhood, man, and wanted to try to make you aware of it. Well, what, what's going on, brother? Uh, it seemed like, um, well, you know, the trash man run on, on Tuesday okay. and, and Saturday. Right. Now, the problem is that, 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 uh, a lot of people, I guess since the holiday just passed, you know, a lot of people got their stuff out on the, uh, on the curb already. Right. Right. Now, the, the, the problem is that, that, that they saying, man, is that your, your trash is actually really, really foul. It's smelling, it's smelling pretty bad, and we wanted to call you, man, and see oh, if you don't mind. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say you calling me because you smell my trash? Well, yeah, they say yours is the one that's really stinking, man. And if you could actually maybe put it in, put it back in the in the in the garage until Tuesday, you know. I'm not uh, putting no trash in no garage. That's why I put it outside. I didn't have enough room in the garage. Okay, well, well see that. And who is everybody saying my trash stinks? Hey, 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 listen, I'm, I'm sorry, hey, I'm not trying hey, to, you know. this is what I want to tell you. If everybody in the hood got a problem with my trash, thank you. You tell them to come take the out. Okay, well, 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 well we, we, we've discussed that, too. But listen, listen, we don't want no trouble, man. If we could just get you to put your trash back in. I'm not room. moving no trash. I pay rent over here, my brother. Hey, 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 we're not going to go back and uh, I'm not going to go well, back I don't give a what you're going to do. I'm telling you where I pay rent at. Don't tell me to do over here. Okay, well, listen, man. Uh, aren't you concerned that your trash is stinking and reeking through the whole neighborhood? I don't give a damn if who smell my trash. If they got a problem with it, tell them come take it out. Steal it in and stay it out there. Okay, well, that's the problem. The problem is, is that you took it out and you took it out too early. You, you shouldn't have put this out till Tuesday morning. And that's Tuesday, what we're going to start Tuesday, Saturday, Monday, Friday. If I put it out there and stay it out there till they come get it. I'm not going to go back and forth with you, man. Okay. I don't give a damn what you going to do. You ain't finna call me telling me to take my trash out. I pay rent over here. Okay. Well, hey, How uh, is everybody smelling my trash out of everybody on the street? I, I don't know. I, 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 from my understanding, it's, it's a couple of holes in it and some, some food or something must have got out. I don't know if, a, if one of the rodents or a dog got in it or what the case may be. But, you know, we need to try to get your trash in the backyard or something, I, man. My trash ain't going no damn well. And how come you the one? What you the 
focusing on this How come my next door neighbor ain't calling? How come your around the corner and you calling? Who put you up to this? Well, well, everybody's smelling it. I was just fortunate enough to get your phone number. I said, well, look, I just gone and call it myself. Well, I tell you this. You and the that gave you my phone number. Tell no Come take it out. Till then, it ain't going nowhere, Claire. Okay, well, 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 listen, let's swerve. This is what we decide on in case we got to this situation with you. And I just, that? I just come over there and put the trash in your backyard until you Tuesday are? morning. And Tuesday morning, I'll come back over there and take it out. Oh. That way, all the smell will be in your backyard and it Hold won't on. be out on the You say you go what? I'm going to come over there and put the trash in your backyard so the, so the smell, that funky... I mean, that's, that, that, I'm let sorry. Me tell you, let me tell you this, man. If you come over here, you might well call the police, because that's who you're going to need if you come over here. Bring all the <laughs> that had a problem saying my trans thing to come over here and take it out. Well, hey, man, you, you, I mean, you, you try, you trying, you trying to act like it don't smell, man. Well, I don't smell. give a if it smell. I'll tell you what I do. I go out and pull Clorox on it. Would that, would, that, would that help you out a little bit? Oh, 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 okay, but see, that's not what the people in the neighborhood want. We want you to I take I don't give a damn what they want. I'm telling you what I'm going to do. And how the f*** did you get my phone number any damn way? Hey, I already told you, man. I got your number for one of the neighbors on your street that said they who? didn't want to get Tell in the middle of Tell me who, to the left or to the right. Tell me which one of the yeah, okay, right, listen, 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 swerve. Once you get to the meat of the problem, the problem is your trash stink, dog. How is my trash? How in the hell y'all pinpoint my trash out of everybody else's trash on the block? And how in the hell you smell mine? I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if your trash busted open or what the deal is, but everybody's saying, everybody's saying it's swerve trash that's that stink. Listen, that's too much trash for me to be going through trying to see what stink. It's that Bags of trash out there, and it's gonna stay out there until they come get it. And you ain't coming over there. Okay, now that's see, that's where you wrong, Swerve. No, I am wrong. coming over there. I'm coming over there, and I'm gonna take that trash and put it in the backyard too. too. Now, if you're gonna try to get in my way, whatever. But I got to go on and get this trash in the backyard. I tell you what, bring your over here right now. I'm gonna put on my suit. I'm standing on the porch right now. Bring your around the corner. Come on, Rico, whatever your name is. Rico. I'm Rico one street over, and I'm smelling your nasty.
Oh, they don't be hard with children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Trash stink. Yeah. Well, it's trash. Yeah. So. It's not supposed to smell like roses. You can over be stanky trash, though. Yeah. But it's still true. trash. It's but you still. can over be. <laughs> over be stanky. Over, be. <laughs> over funk. It's over funk. It can happen. Okay. Mm. But you got checked about it, though, didn't you? You just got checked. I got checked. I mean, that's the, you know, I'm gonna get checked uh, uh-huh. during the prank. Uh-huh. I mean, it's gonna happen. Uh huh. You okay. look for that. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm going for that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want them to do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, how would you do it, Steve? We've Thank heard. You, no, sir. great job, Thomas. How I'm would not, you do I'm, it? I don't need to know how he would do anything, Shirley. Why We're... wouldn't you want to know? He's successful. Hello. <sighs> He on TV all day. He's on the radio. He's a king of comedy. You don't want to take a page out his playbook. Have you always been like this, Tommy, not listening to your uncle? damn life. (laughs) I hear him. What do you want me to hear him say? They want you to listen. Yes. Okay, I'm listening, Linda. You can hear the train coming, but if your ass don't get off the track. Mm. Why am I walking on a track? (laughs) See, he don't listen to what I tell you. He don't listen. He don't get none of that. You can't save him, Shirley. Quit trying. (laughs) So now I ain't got my car? (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen. Am I stranded? Hold on, what you say, T? I get that, though. So I ain't got my car? (laughs) All right, nephew. Listen, thank you so much. We love you. Up next, it is the Strawberry Letter subject. My husband's drinking is no longer a secret. Sure. Right after this. Yes, I don't nephew. have AAA. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at 41 after the hour, she has had a tough week, but our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, will be here uh, yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, she's going to be here. Why yeah. she have yeah. a tough yes, week? We do. Well, because her friend, Julie Chen, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, quit yeah. the talk. Yeah, she yeah. left. That's so. a girl. And yeah, that's why, Steve. But uh, right now, it's time for the today's strawberry letter. The tough uh, week is when your ass got to go. <laughs> I can't stand I mean, him. I can't love him. You come up in there and you find out they got an ice cream truck in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You'll just say anything that comes out he of your don't mouth. Care. He no, I'm just care. saying that, that's a bad week. <laughs> Well, it's a bad week if you're friendly. I'm going to get over you being gone. (laughs) Way faster than I'm going. (laughs) Duly noted, sir. All right. uh, Right now, it's time for the Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, on dating, on sex, on parenting, on work, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Please tell him, Steve. Man. (laughs) Today. Um, what she said. Uh-huh. What she had just said. She being me. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> and we could be reading your letter on the air live, just like we're reading this one uh, right now. Let's go, nephew. Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is, the strawberry letter. My husband's drinking is no longer a secret. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for 15 years and we have two children. My husband is a functioning alcoholic. He can work a full day without drinking, but as soon as he's off the clock, he starts drinking. 
He drinks in private. He doesn't leave his alcohol out where I can see it, but I can always smell it in his cup. This started shortly after we got married, and I allowed it and never confronted him. I can always tell when he's been drinking by the changes in his behavior and how he treats me and the kids. Uh, it's gotten worse recently, and I brought it to his attention. I told him that I, I know exactly what he's up to. He says that he drinks to unwind every now and then. Well, a few weeks ago, he left work early for a doctor's appointment, and later that evening, he came home in an Uber, and he was totally wasted. He could not stand up, and he was talking so much trash that I had to tell the kids to leave the room. He called me all kinds of names and told me that he was miserable in our marriage. I knew it. I the, knew it. The next day... I took the kids and left him. I've been staying with my mom for three weeks, and during that time, I encouraged him to get some help. My husband is great when he's sober, but he needs some professional help with his drinking. I have checked out, and I'm no longer trying to keep our marriage going. He visits me and the kids, and we still do some things as a family, and he's always sober when we see him. He wants more, but I don't. Neither of us can afford to live on our own. What should I do? Well, I, I mean, the obvious thing is there's no kind of marriage uh, if you're just staying together because you can't afford to live on your own. You can't afford to live apart. That's no marriage. I mean, what about real love and real relationship and a real marriage? I mean, you're absolutely right as his wife and as his friend, hopefully, to encourage him to get some help. Because um, that and the Lord himself, it seems, are the only things can, that can make this situation better and, and work this situation out. Um, you know, you've, you've allowed it. You've been married for 15 years. You've allowed it. He started drinking shortly after you got married. And you say you did allow it and never confronted him about it. You can always tell when he's drinking uh, because you, you can smell it. This thing has blown up. It's blown out of proportion now. He, he's stumbling drunk when he comes in. He can't even drive home. At least he has the wherewithal to know that um, he shouldn't be driving when he's that wasted. So um, I encourage you to continue to encourage him to get some help. And if he doesn't get any help, uh, it does look like this marriage is over. Uh, and, and that's unfortunate because you guys have kids. But he says he's been miserable since the very beginning. What, Steve? I'd say hell yeah. Yeah. He says he's been miserable since since the very beginning, and you're not willing. You don't want any more either. Um, but the, the part about you can't afford to live on your own, you're going to have to work that out. Get a second job. Do whatever you have to do. Because it looks like this marriage is doomed, especially if he doesn't uh, get any help and change his behavior. Steve? Let me, let, let, let me just read something to y'all. Okay. My husband and I have been married 15 years. We have two children. My husband is a functioning alcoholic. Mm. He can work a full day without drinking, but as soon as he get off the clock, he starts drinking. Do that sound familiar? Uh, I don't know what you're uh, saying, Steve. What you saying? I hope I I hope I don't been know what you're saying. Been married 15 years, got two kids. <laughs> No one we know wrote this letter, Steve. I didn't ask you, do you know who wrote it? Uh -huh. I asked you that this part right here sound familiar <laughs> to anybody other than me. Wow. No. Well, to me, no. no. Well, it sound familiar to me. <laughs> what are you saying? Just say it. 
Anyway. <laughs> he started. Here's another one. Mm-hmm. This started shortly. Uh huh. Say it again. This started shortly. Oh, the word. Anybody that that sound like anybody we know. Why? Because of the word shortly. Shortly. Mm. <laughs> this letter is full of clues. <laughs> it is not a mystery that we're trying to solve. We're trying to help this lady. Yeah. Then this is what she said. I can always tell when he been drinking by the changes in his behavior. Uh-huh. Who the hell can't? <laughs> everybody. Everybody knows somebody when they start drinking. She's sitting up here like she done had a damn revolution. A revelation. revelation. Comes in here talking about, no, I can always tell when he been drinking. Who can't? I'll be back. Uh, Yeah, with part two of your response, today's uh, subject is my husband's drinking is no longer a secret. We'll be back at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go. Let's recap. Uh, The subject is my husband's drinking is no longer a secret. That is the subject of today's Strawberry Letter, and we're waiting for part two of your response, Steve Harvey. Let's go. Well, here's a dude who this woman claims is a functioning uh, alcoholic. He drinks in private. Mm-hmm. Uh, he never leave alcohol out where they could see it. This started uh, shortly. No, this started after they got married. Yeah. And uh, she never confronted him. Uh, she can always tell when he's been drinking because mm-hmm. of changes in the behavior and the way he treat me and the kid has gotten worse recently. I brought it to his attention. I told him I know exactly what he's up to. He says that he drinks to unwind every now and then. Well, a few weeks ago, he left work early for a doctor's appointment. Later that evening, he came home in an Uber and was totally wasted. This when you drunk when you leave your car. <laughs> Anywhere. And you don't leave your car voluntarily. <laughs> Some people at right. the bar go, hey, <laughs> you can't drive out right. of here. Right. We calling you an Uber. And let's thank God for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He couldn't stand up. He was talking so much trash. I had to tell the kids to leave the room. He called me all kinds of names. See, when you get drunk, it come out. <laughs> and finally, he told me, this is what I was thinking the drinking was about. He was miserable in our marriage. Yeah, that's what he said, right? Miserable. But let me share something with you, though, lady. You've been miserable, too. If you honestly think about it, and I'll show you why I know you've been miserable. Because the next day, you took the kids and you left. Okay, you through. That's how you feel. You gone. I've been staying with my mom for three weeks, and during that time, I've encouraged him to get some help, and he need help. Mm-hmm. My husband is great when he's sober, but he needs some professional help with his drinking. I've checked out, and I no longer try to keep our marriage going. That's because you've been through for a long time. This was just the tip of the iceberg. This was just the straw that broke the camel's back. You got sick of it. This was the last time. See, you've been miserable, too. So don't wear this just because this drunk dude came in here and had a revelation in front of you and the kid. I've been miserable in the marriage. You went soberly. You went, well, I'll be damned. I have to. And me and the kids is over mama's house. Now, you're going to have to go on and act like a girl. Now, he the one got to move. You go back to the house. 
let him move. She put up with it for a long time. Yeah. He visits me and the kids. We still do some things together as a family. And he's always sober when we see him. He wants more, but I don't. Neither of us can afford to live on our own. What should I do? Well, you finna be roommates with alcohol. <laughs> That's pretty much it. You ain't got the money to go nowhere. He ain't got enough money to put you out. He's going to have to do something. You finna live with an alcoholic as a roommate. Oh, Dang, Steve. <laughs> Tell the kids, quit calling him daddy. Start calling him Jerome. <laughs> Me wrong, dog. Yeah, let's tell the kids and hit your daddy no more. He's a roommate. Uh, don't do nothing together as a family no more. When huh. he come in the room, y'all cut the TV off and leave. But he's sober when they see him, when they go out on family outings. He gonna get drunk unless he gets some help. Yeah, yeah, he definitely needs help. And if he wants more, he gonna drink when he get off work. And you gonna have another episode. Mm. My suggestion to you is follow your heart. He has to get help before he can come back. Mm-hmm. He's probably a great guy, like you say. But after he gets help and completes the program, 12-step, then my, every Wednesday he probably had to go on in. <laughs> every Hi, Wednesday. I'm Jerome. I, I'm an alcoholic. And you're just going to have to go on and say that. Because yeah, they make you say that at the meetings. I ain't never been to the meetings before. I've seen it on TV. Yeah. Yeah. In movies and stuff. Like I had yeah. to go into, I was in a group one time that was, uh, you know, with physical... Uh, Disadvantages. I was in a group one time and you had to stand up and admit your flaw. What? And I've had to do that before. And what did you what stand up you? admit? And Hi, admit? I'm Steve and I have big lips. <laughs> I've had to say that. Big lip anonymous? Yeah, yeah and then I had LA? <laughs> But the lady standing next to me, Hi, I'm Claire and I have a huge nose. And I looked at her and I went, Damn. <laughs> Man, you should have been in this class. Where you been? I don't know how you deal with that. Can you see anybody on your right or left with your other eye? Uh, you say, we all got flaws. There's no yeah. such group, is there? Yeah, no. probably is. You no, know, I, I know just, it. I was looking at getting into them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I just try to stay abreast of these type of help groups, cases people out there listening to this Strawberry Letter that need help. Uh-huh. You know, they got they got class with high. Yeah. I'm Harold, uh-huh. and I'm ugly. <laughs> that no, class Harold. has a waiting no, list, Harold. though. You can't just go get in that one. That has a waiting list? Yeah, that's a waiting list to get in that one. Yeah. I like that. I love well, that. how do you get help for that, though? I mean. From being ugly? No, yeah, what you yeah. do, you can't get help for being ugly. You have, you heard, you learn coping, coping skills. Coping skills, how to deal yes. with it. Like, you uh-huh. know, don't don't stay in the mirror longer than 10 seconds. Because you, you can't do it. 10 seconds? That ain't a lot of time. 10 seconds, well, just do that's your enough. hair. And get on. Don't you brush your teeth in the mirror and stuff? And I don't. I'll be in my closet brushing my teeth. Because wow. I know not to stand there and look at it because I'm, I'm going to see something wrong. Yeah. Because if you stare at yourself long enough, you know, one of your eyes ain't the same size as the other one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you okay. just kept it too. Yeah. yeah. One of my lips is bigger than the other one. Which one? Top or bottom? Oh, the bottom. The bottom. Yeah, he <laughs> he said easily, the bottom. Easy. That, that, that thing got some weight. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me tell you something. Candid bottom lip round like walking around with a five pound bag of sugar hooked on your face. <laughs> you never had to do that. You are crazy. Girl, I'm just trying to tell you. Well, I know when we try on shoes sometimes, one of our, mm-hmm. like our left foot can be larger than our right foot yep. or vice versa. Sometimes that is the case. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe you, there's some truth to what you're saying, some validity Surely to what I'm you're saying. Surely I'm about to go there, too. What? Bras, too? One bigger than that? I mean, no. I'm 
one side. Can that happen? Isn't that true? Shirley? Yeah, yeah, it can. Yeah, it, can it, it definitely can happen. It's it more common happen. than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we gotta go. Thank you for that, Steve. Uh, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah, I see. Yeah. You can email us or uh, Instagram us your thoughts on today's <laughs> strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM, or you can go to my girl Shirley. And uh, coming up in ten minutes, it's our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, will be here. She's had an interesting week. She'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla will be spilling the tea with Carla's reality update. But right now, yeah. Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk, the Cheryl one and only. Underwood. Uh-huh. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Good morning. Hey. Morning, Cheryl. Hey. Uh, hey. hey. Cheryl. <laughs> what? Let's it's talk. Been, it's been a tough Let's week talk. for you, girl. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. I'm so, oh, hold on. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> Why, why are you out of breath? Because I'm trying to put my blouse on. I'm trying to squeeze all that fat in this little bitty shirt I'm trying to wear. Cheryl. <laughs> what? Huh? Well, what? okay. Huh? As we all know, your friend uh, Julie Chen That's said right. farewell to the talk. Farewell. Um, this week. Yeah. And Cheryl, you were really broken up about it. We want to remind uh, the audience what touching and loving words that Julie Chen said about you. Take a listen. Okay. Cheryl. Thank you for being the perfect go-to partner for the last seven years. I open, you close, and you always bring down the house. We called ourselves the bookends, remember? And we always laughed when we said it to each other. Your wit and timing and humor and compassion and intelligence is simply unparalleled. You are incredible. Wow. Wow. I like that. Glowing words. Um, I'm going to tell you something. When you hear me talk about two friends, among my other friends in the show, there are two of them. Steve Harvey is one, and Julie Chen is the other one. When you're mm. talking about somebody that has saved my life more than I know because I'm about to cry. I you know, it. people go through things in this business, and uh, it looks bad, and people say, oh, they got everything. They could deal with it. Mm-hmm. I did not get to see the, the, the footage before it aired, and I'm ready to be the meme you know, it's going to be me and Michael Jordan. You know how Michael Jordan got the red eyes? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> it's going to be me and Michael Jordan. And and I didn't know what was going to happen, so I'm trying to wear my, what they call it, the Bantu knot. I'm trying to yeah. wear my Bantu yeah. knot with my hoop earrings. Uh-huh. And, and I didn't want to juxtapose that image of me crying and something. I, now you a sucker and everything that you're doing. No, this is a person that I've been sitting across for seven seasons that we mm, laughed. Yeah. When we first were telling them jokes about black and yellow, when the song black and yellow came out, uh-huh. we was Calista. joking to each other. You know, when I wanted to call somebody, when crazy rich Asians came out and I was like, I should call Julie. We should go see it. And they was like, nah, that's like if somebody called you and go, let's go see Black Panther. Mm, I don't know how that's going to go. You know what I'm saying? When you friends <laughs> with somebody, you care about what what people think and say about them because she's for everything she had she's always been a friend to me she was the person when i first got on the show i was writing the joke steve and i was taking the profanity out out of them and and this dude named kingsley was standards in practice and say and you know they clear the words you can say and he was like that's not funny because he's british and so i said uh, he said how did joe go so i told how the joke go about my best girlfriend peaches vanessa granberry out of chicago crying over my husband's funeral 
good joke, hilarious, right? And so I told it without the profanity. They said, that's not funny. So then they said, how it go? And I told the joke with the profanity, and they was dying laughing. They said, say it like that. It was Julie that would step up and go, clear this for her to say. Let her have this spotlight. She was always the person that when she got a good laugh, because she was supposed to be the chin bot, mm-hmm. you know, the person that's oh, not yeah. funny. Then she became funnier. And then she, we impersonation, she got all my references. And I'm not saying this to be no sucker. You know how we say in the street? I'm saying it because never in this world do you think you're going to have a friend like this. And when your friend is going through something, True or not, whatever you feeling about it, that's still your friend. Just like in my mind, Steve Harvey is my big brother who is my closest, dearest friend. Like that song, Pepper Beard, you got, son. And I saw on your show where you helping middle-aged women find dudes. What is happening? What is happening now? now. Steve Harvey, come on, man. You I know guess the fine. crying is over, huh? Listen, well, the crying, I'm, I would like to, to cry to on somebody's shoulder. Okay, I would like to cry on somebody's shoulder. Sure. Ask me let a question, ask Steve. Question. What's the question? Julie Chen made a statement when yes. she was leaving that she thought a good replacement would be for her was for uh, Carrie Anaba. Carrie Anaba. Yeah, Anaba. Carrie Anaba. I, 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 mm-hmm. I had her on my show yesterday uh-huh. on my Straight Talk panel for uh-huh. women, mm-hmm. and I asked her about it. Mm-hmm. What she say? She was really moved. She said, wow, just for her... To even mention her Asian sister, yes, it speaks volumes to the quality of person she is. That's right. Because That's right. it's not that we have to look out for one another, right? But for her to look out and point directly, and I know I'm an Asian woman, mm-hmm. and I know she is, and for her to think that the ideal replacement woman would be another was just to say, "Hey, we are all valuable." And she said, "Of course, I would be honored if they asked me." Right. She said, you know, but it was more of what she did that was more moving. Absolutely. A class act, a true boss in this business. And listen, just because I'm pro me and my people don't mean I'm anti somebody else. So if Mm -hmm. you qualified to get the job, but we got to open the door. People of color have got to open the door for each other. What is wrong with her saying that? You see, they don't have to open the door for each other because they own the door, the building, and everything that go around (laughs) it. We have to open the door for each other. So I was proud of her. I was proud the way she said I was proud that people could see that she had feelings. I was proud to see that this was a bittersweet moment where she has to go on and live her life in this town. When station in life and how people feel about you and relationships and connections are are your cachet. She's Mm -hmm. done nothing. That's right. She's done nothing. That's right. She is standing by her husband. Absolutely. Who Mm -hmm. is an absolute brilliant businessman. Right. That's I know right. nothing about nothing else. That's and right. I haven't really been following the story. That's right. And so, like, you know, once again, before I say this, the side of him I know. That's right. If That's something right. has happened, I, I don't know it. It's got to be dealt with. That's okay, right. Cool. This is how I look at it, Steve. This dude was Ooh. a first. I had never been to a Super Bowl. Les Moonvest yes. invited me to the Super Bowl in Miami. I'd That's never been to a Super Bowl. This is in 90-something. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up there just in awe. Right. You know, and then just I saw him at the fight. We mm-hmm. talked that morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Okay. Girl. Okay. Bye, Thomas. <laughs> Stay strong, baby. We with hey. you all the way. Hey, I'm already strong and prayed up. And I'll be sitting at that table as long as they turn the lights on me. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
Tommy. You know what to do. Yep, it's that time she is here. Carla Farrell with Carla's Reality Update. All right, thank you, nephew. Let's talk about Basketball Wives, the reunion show. Really? We're to talk about that. <laughs> really? So Jennifer Williams, she was not there. She has been, you know what, Shirley, she has been at the center of a lot of drama this season, starting with, yeah. you know, mm. getting into it with Shawnee. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jennifer, she says she didn't feel safe enough to attend the reunion show. So Jennifer, she, um, I don't know, she didn't get a chance to say her side of what happened this season. And How about I, I started the mess? How about hello? that? <laughs> How about being the instigator? Yeah. Um, her biggest regret, I think, was exposing that rumor that Evelyn yeah. Lozada allegedly slept with Shawnee's ex, Shaq. Mm-hmm. That, remember oh. when all that went down? That was ugly. Yeah, that, that was, was very ugly. I had nothing to do with it. What? Nobody what? know what I did. I didn't do anything like that. <laughs> Come on, Shani. I promise you I didn't do it. <laughs> I talked to Shani. I looked Shani dead in the face. I said, Shani, I didn't do it. I don't know what Evelyn's talking about. You know, mm. I'm just, I'm done with it. Y'all need to holler at Kobe. <laughs> just All right, thank you, Shaq. <laughs> Jennifer, she also denied that she told Shawnee that Evelyn was a bad mother to her daughter Shanice. Did you see that when they went on that trip mm-hmm. to Amsterdam? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Evelyn jumped up because you know you can't be talking about folks, you know, yeah. being a parent, mm-hmm. parenting, and all that. So that was ugly. That was ugly. And. Um, Things went back and forth. Now, Jennifer wasn't there. And then Tammy, Tammy apologized. Remember, she made these comments about Evelyn's domestic altercation. You remember that? <gasps> oh, when yeah. Tammy talked about Chad Ochocinco. So and did. You remember when she mm-hmm. said that she no, went in and, and she, Tammy apologized, though. She said she was out of order for saying that she did not have a right to speak about mm-hmm. what happened between Evelyn and Chad and the whole domestic case. But Evelyn did not want to hear her apology. Mm-mm. Finally, Tammy had enough. She walked off the set yeah. during the show. Yes. Right They there. do that a lot. Yeah, they do. They do. It's dramatic. Did you know it, Steve? Dramatic effect. Dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And she just yeah. said she had enough. She asked where her flat shoes were. Walked outside the <laughs> all, set. All them shows do yeah. that. Somebody hey, walk hey, off. Carla, can I just say this? Yeah, they have flat shoes in a basket on the side. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad at that. Can though. I say how fabulous? You know I love Jackie. Jackie is the crazy one on the yes, show, Steve. Jackie Christie. Yes. Young Christie White. Can I, yes. Man. She's so crazy. But can Good I say she was, well, I can't say she was She was. looking fabulous, I just want to say. I loved her. Yes. Yeah, her yeah she was looking good. Mm-hmm. She was looking good. Mm-hmm. And, and I love Malaysia. I love her, I too. Just, I love Malaysia. Um, Tammy posted on the gram. You know, everybody was like, well, what's going on? She walked off the show. Shawnee didn't know what was happening. And, you know, she is technically the boss. Yeah. She is one of the executive producers on the show. And um, she posted on the gram. It's been a wild ride, but she was just ready for something else. Now, some people are speculating, too, because, you know, Tammy has lost a lot of weight. She uh, talked about having diabetes. And so people are saying maybe she's just trying to focus on her health and mm-hmm. she didn't want to deal with the drama anymore. Uh-huh. So you don't really know if she is coming back to the show. So, hit me up at Lips by Carla. Who do you think should leave basketball-wise? I, th- I thought her weight Shani. loss looked look, look healthy. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some people are, are just long. saying she didn't want to be yeah. um, involved. She came with on my anymore. show. I didn't even know who she was for a minute. Oh, because well, she, she had lost, lost so much weight. Much weight. Yeah, her yeah. face was very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's thin. But, um, you know, that's what people are saying, Steve. Maybe she just want to focus on other things mm-hmm. and not I be just on the don't show need anymore. that drama in my life. 
I know. I it's too much, that. isn't it? You I need peace, man. You on TV fighting every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. men can't have no show like that. Mm-mm. Right. Go live your life. Yeah. Yep. yep. Got to have some peace. Mm-hmm. So, uh, back to basketball wise, real quick. This is my social media question. Who do you think should lead the show? Some folks feel that Shawnee should probably go, even though she's executive producer. She's the <laughs> boss. So I don't think she's going to go. She's not going to fire herself. But uh, Evelyn, Tammy, Jennifer, who do you think? New, the new girls hit me up at Lips by Carla. And finally, Shirley, Take you're Evelyn talking off. about this. I'll never watch it. What? <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. I don't Evelyn is yeah, fine. She's beautiful. I can't believe she's I said that. I don't even watch basketball wives. But if she ain't on it. She was so upset with Tammy because, uh, yes. Carla, remember she mentioned that um, she was mad that uh, Tammy said that about uh, Evelyn and Ocho Cinco because yes. Evelyn said she has a permanent scar on her forehead now because behind of, that. yeah, behind, you know, the fight uh, between yeah. her and Chad. How you doing? Back in the day. I just don't see that, Evelyn. man. I don't understand a man. I just really don't, man. I don't care how hot it get. Your job is a, as a man is to walk away. Now, look, yep. man, you can defend yourself by blocking and all like that. I'm okay. But, dog, your job as a man is to walk away. Now, I'm sorry that times have changed and all this here, and ain't nobody teaching young dudes this no more. That's true. But, dog, if a woman hits you, man, walk away. How bad can it be? She hit you. If you, you got enough to punch back, you got enough to walk away. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. Period, man. Hitting a woman, man, is of no value. And Steve, you're absolutely right. But absolutely. as parents now, parents of daughters, I always tell my daughter too, because of what you said, everyone wasn't raised the same. No. Do not put your hands, hands on, on a man. man. Do not these do it. Dudes yeah. ain't raised Our parents told us right that. Way. Our mothers told uh-huh. us that. Don't ever put your hands on a man. Mm-mm. Don't do it. But now let me tell you this though. If my daughter do put her hand on you, I done told them all not to. And so far, I think so good. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so far so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if she do slap you, take it. You can't slap her back. No, you better get the walking. Nah, yeah. yeah, just go. You come over <laughs> here and tell me, hey man, hey, 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 I almost tripped your daughter slapped me. Well, let me call her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's easy. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Carla, thank you. Thank you so Mm -hmm. much. That was good. All right, uh, coming up next, a teen returns a purse with $10,000 inside. A teenager? Yeah, teenager. I would never do that. We'll talk about it. Well, I've talked about it. At 20 minutes after the hour, when we come back, all right? Right after this. I'm up 10. (laughs) Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, Steve, guys, listen to this, uh, Tommy Jr. Uh A California teenager found a purse with $10,000 inside, okay, and decided to be a good Samaritan and return it. Uh, His name is Rami Z. He was driving home from school when he noticed a black bag in the middle of the road. He was driving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was driving. This ain't a California black teenager. Is is it a California black teenager? What's the name? Rami Z. Rami Z. He ain't black. Uh, he searched uh, the purse to find the owner's info and was shocked to see the money, to, shocked to see the $10,000. When he couldn't find the owner's number, he and his parents turned the bag into the Santa Barbara County How Sheriff's you know? Office. Sheriff? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. What is this sheriff? <laughs> the sheriff? Yep. The law? <laughs> yes. 
Why uh, would I drag the law into this? Rami Z is 16 years old, Steve. Why would I tell my mom and dad about it? What is they doing? <laughs> what is they doing, though? Okay, when yeah. I was 16, uh-huh. if I'd have found $10,000, it would have been a brand new Maverick in the driveway. Because <laughs> okay. you could get a brand new Maverick back then for about 6800 What? Yeah. I'd have had a brand new Maverick. Wow, back I'd have left day. blue with the black vinyl top. <laughs> what? Man. Yeah, he's 16 years old. He says, now listen to what he says. You may agree or not, but he says, to me, I figured this is the right thing to do. Mm. Well, you figured wrong. Well, listen, this is what what else he said, Steve. If the the roles were reversed and I had lost something with a significant sum of money inside, I know I would want it back for sure. Well, you still be wanting (laughs) it. You have to do better. Keep up with your you thing. Don't even that <laughs> yeah, you finna learn your ass a ten thousand dollar lesson. Yeah, is what you finna do. See, people don't understand when they got a blessing standing right in the face. <laughs> well, well, okay. Eventually, the police well, officer. Well, what? The Carla. Sh- he did the right thing. Yeah, I According to who? I think he did the right thing. It I wasn't his money or money. his dad. When you find something, it's yours. That's right. Oh. Not necessarily. Okay, well, Would listen, you... listen. They found the owner. The police found the owner. The sheriff yeah, found so the mad. owner. They so mad. The owner I'd was... Have got you, I'd have got you that purse back, but not, the stuff oh, in you it. You could have had the purse and the ID. The owner was no grateful. Let me show you how grateful the owner was. The owner gave Rami $100. Oh. See, right there. They... See, right there. They... Right I had there. 10. I'd have had a whole new Gucci wardrobe <laughs> you been Gucci in the now? middle of the school year. <laughs> <laughs> when I walked back in them halls. I'd have bought the house across the street from my mom. Yeah. Oh, you would have left your parents. The, the owner believes she left her purse. You know how sometimes when you're getting in your car, your hands are full, you might have something in your hand and you put it on your roof of the car. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you I've forget. You get in the car well, and you drive $100. away. Yeah. Do and you know how many girls I'd have been treating down at Dippy's Wing Shop? <laughs> down where? I love Dippy's. Dippy's Wing Shop. Uh-huh. If I find $10,000, I'm going to be the most popular, ugly ass dude at the school. <laughs> Man. I might be ugly, but I got 10 grand. <laughs> Anybody hungry want to go to Dippy's? <laughs> Man. So you guys would have given, would not have given the money back. Sure, I had it. Matter of fact, Shirley, this wouldn't even be a story because we'd nobody uh, know. If I'd have took that money in there to my daddy uh-huh. and told my daddy I found 10000 uh-huh. he said, come on in the back room. <laughs> All right, Steve. That's the first thing. <laughs> we'll be back right fun. after this with more of the Steve going Harvey to college Morning with Show. Just $10,000, man. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so the New York Times mixed up Angela Bassett and Omarosa, okay? Oh, Angela Bassett oh, and oh, Omarosa. <laughs> they don't look anything alike, okay? They're both black women, uh, and they're both ones in politics and ones in entertainment, okay? That's about where their similarities stop. And start and stop, I should say. However, the New York Times mixed them up in their Emmy, Emmy coverage. Uh, there's a, a photo of them which featured. Um, there's a photo which featured uh, Angela Bassett with Tiffany Haddish, and uh, brand new Emmy winner uh, Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan, I should say. And they thought that was Amarose. Yeah. <laughs> 
They appeared in the early oh, edition no. of the art section. It should be noted that Getty Images uh, made the mistake first, but the fact that no one at the Times caught it, it was just shocking. Okay, once mm-hmm. they did catch it, they tweeted out an apology and promised to issue a correction. Uh, and you know, Steve, how the corrections are. They're usually... It's going to be a small blurb in the paper <laughs> up under the classifieds of a dump trunk that's for sale. Exactly, exactly, right? The correction is never bigger than the mistake or the same size. Uh, Naturally, you know, everyone on Twitter, they they just went in on the Times. One Twitter user said, uh, do all dark-skinned black women look look the same to your editors? Well, Angela Bassett, uh, ever classy, and she's she's always classy and, and so eloquent and elegant. Uh, she tweeted off um, a picture of Kerry Washington as Olivia Pope with the caption, It's Handled. And she mm. accepted the Times apology. So there you go. I don't know how she couldn't tell the difference. Did, one did, had did. a tape recorder and one didn't. We already <laughs> know. <laughs> did Amarosa say anything? I haven't seen any anything. I haven't seen she, anything just yet from yeah, her. She she's probably happy if they made that mistake. Yeah. If if her name was mentioned, yeah, she could probably sell a few more books or something. Mm. Yeah, she don't have nothing to be mad yeah. at. Yeah, right and and may I say that Angela Bassett looked beautiful oh every yeah, night. She did. She was stunning. She beautiful. Yeah, and they were saying she's sixty years old. I find that so I hard to believe. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And and they said something, Steve. This would be of interest to you that when she cut out dairy, that's when she started getting more muscle definition. She's tall. Angela Bassett. Yeah, she's very, very tall. Remember yeah. how great she looked when she played Tina Turner. What? Uh, her, her, yeah, her arms. Her arms. Yeah, so she, uh, I, I read somewhere that they said she cut out dairy. My problem is I had so much in me. <laughs> I don't so much it. ice cream, so much cheese. Yeah, it's, it's gonna take way longer than 21 days to get out of my system. <laughs> you gotta pipe all yeah, this side. So, yeah. Man, I got some stuff in me, man. Yeah. But Angela Bassett looks fantastic. I'm just a big ass trash coach. <laughs> <laughs> big ups to Angela Bassett. Yes, we love you. Man. Love you definitely. And other entertainment news from uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh, Portia Williams. Uh, has announced that she is pregnant. Uh, wow. Congratulations Poor to her. Right, Portia, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. is. Yeah. And her baby daddy is her new man, entrepreneur Dennis McKinley. So we say congratulations to you guys. All right. All right, yeah. All right Portia. Mm-hmm. Mommy to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah. She wanted to have children. So yeah, she's fun. always talked about always. Yeah, yeah. the fact that she wanted to have children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ain't going to want them after you get them. I got my tubes tied. I am not. You can't go through it no more. What? Oh. That is it. (laughs) All right. uh, Hang on. We're coming up uh, the last break of the day and some closing remarks from Steve Harvey. That's coming up at 49 after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's your girl, Carla Farrell, and the future of at-home hair color is here with Madison Reed. Listen to me, ladies. Gorgeous, salon-quality hair color delivered to your door for less than $25. I am loving my hair color. I'm feeling confident, rocking my highlights, and let me tell you, Madison Reed is reinventing hair color with the quality of salon color, the convenience and affordability of at-home hair color, and it's healthy, too, and ammonia-free formula made with ingredients you can feel good about. 
I know because I just used Madison Reed hair color. Y'all know how much I love to rock hair color and I want to cover my stubborn gray. Got it all done. Madison Reed has it all. Red, blonde, brown, dark brown, toffee, you name it. Join hundreds and thousands of busy women like me, like yours truly, who have tried and love Madison Reed hair color. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com. Madison Reed would like to honor our Steve Harvey Morning Show listeners with 10% off plus free shipping on their first color kit with the promo Carla. That's code Carla. All right, Steve, right before we get to your closing remarks for today, um, we still want to remind everyone to please still keep giving to our friends and neighbors in the Carolinas affected by uh, Florence. Please donate whatever you can to the Red Cross by texting the word Florence to 90999. We have to mention that President Trump went out there to the Carolinas and uh, mm-hmm. he, yeah, he gave a speech. He was giving out food to the people, talking to them, asking, yeah, yeah, asking them how they were, mm-hmm. how's the house. Because, you know, he had gotten so heavily criticized for throwing the paper towels when he went yeah. down to Puerto Rico and just not being there. Mm-hmm. You know, the people didn't feel like hey, he was no, being there. Hey, no, y'all had there. a hurricane. Here goes some paper towels. They bounded <laughs> like it. To clean yeah. the mess up. Mm-hmm. He shoot, he shoot we'll go out here and get up all this flood water with these paper towels. Right. So, so he took a different approach uh, this time around. Yeah. He went and actually... Uh, Somebody showed him the film. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 This is you. It may have been Melania. <laughs> this is you talking to some people who no longer have anywhere to live. Yeah. So good for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve. We're ready for the closing remarks. Uh, this is... Uh, for everybody, including myself, this is for anyone who aspires to get more or to have more, to be blessed more, to acquire more, however you want to look at it. Here's the deal. All of our lives, we live our lives in in bubbles, so to speak. This is just an analogy, everybody. We all live our, our lives in the bubbles. And what I mean by a bubble is not a negative thing. It's that I'm saying, this is the space that we operate in. This is the gym we go to. This is the Starbucks that we like. This is the church that we like to go to. These are some of our favorite restaurants we like to frequent. This is where we go with relations of our relatives and all of this. These are our clubs we go to for drinks and stuff like that. This is the school we attend. This is where we got a gym membership. This is where we socialize and live. That's what I mean by bubble. Now, here's the deal. If you want more than what's in your bubble, then what you have to do is put more air in your bubble. It don't bust, it expands but you got to breathe more air into it. How do you breathe more air into your bubble, Steve? You gotta start dreaming bigger. You gotta start wanting bigger. You gotta start keeping hope alive. You gotta hope for more. Now you gotta be willing to put the work behind it, but in order to expand your bubble, you got to breathe some air into the bubble. You got to put something in it where it's not the same old church, the same old Starbucks, the same old restaurant, the same old club, the same old gym. You've got to breathe some air into that bubble. Expand your bubble. 
I'm talking to myself. As good as a bubble as I have, I would like to be able to do some other things, believe it or not. There's limitations to what I can do. You may be looking at me talking about, wow, man, what you got limitations on? You balling. I ain't talking about that. There are still things I want in life. There's more to this. So if I want more, including myself, I got to breathe more air into the bubble. The bubble is yours to control. That's the beauty of it. You have a say-so in what, what size bubble you got. You ain't got to keep going to the same Starbucks. You can try to want somewhere else. You can expand your bubble. You ain't just got to go to that gym and hear that mess that trainer talking. You can go to another gym. You tired of that past up there? He ain't talking about nothing. You ain't growing. He ain't feeding you spiritually. Blow some air in your bubble. Go to another church. You know when you're hearing the same thing when it ain't working for you? You ain't got to go to the same happy hour. You ain't met nobody over there since you've been going. But since it's the happy hour closest to the house and it's convenient, you keep going. You ain't met nobody. You ain't networked. You ain't passed out a business card. You ain't did nothing. You need some more air in your bubble. And the only person that can add more air in your bubble is you. You have got to change your attitude. You've got to put more air in your bubble. You got to dream bigger. Stop wanting just what's in your paycheck. Because that's inside the bubble already. You already got what you can afford. It's already in your bubble. You need a bigger bubble. The only person can breathe air into your bubble is you. You blowing this bubble. It's like if you got bubble gum. Remember when you was a kid and you used to buy bazooka bubble gum? And y'all be sitting around trying to blow bubbles who had the biggest bubble? Well, guess what? Nobody can affect your bubble but you. You the dude. You got to put more air in your bubble. If you want more, you got to believe more. If you want more, you got to imagine more. If you want more, you got to see more for yourself. Now, if you get through seeing and wanting and believing and tripping and hoping, you got to go to work. You got to go to work. But guess what? Your bubble will expand. And when your bubble expands, your existence will expand. You will expand. Your, your whole being will expand. Next thing you know, guess what? You're going to want some more air in your bubble. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. 
Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 